0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice. And for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers, and it is my goal to give you the information you need to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you're doing well and that you are ready to start discussing retirement matters. There's a lot to unpack on this show and this episode of the Retirement Matters Show. And so, what I would like to do is start by posing a very simple question that has a little bit more of a complex answer. This question comes to you to make you start believing and thinking about this idea of income investing as opposed to investing for a higher rate of return. So, let's just jump right into that and then we'll move on. the show. Here is the question. If you have $100 and you invest that $100 for two years and you average a rate of return of 0%, how much money at the end of those two years do you actually have? We will give you the answer at the end of the show. Again, $100 invested for two years, zero rate of return, how much do you end up with? Okay, before we get to what I would like to talk to you about on this episode, I want to stop right here. Last week was Veterans Day, uh, and we are deeply indebted to the veterans who have served this great country. As a matter of fact, Veterans Day and the Marine Corps birthday. So if you have a Marine in your family, you need to make sure you wish them a happy belated birthday now. If you have a veteran in your family, I would like for you to make sure that if you haven't already, go ahead and thank them for the service that they have provided this great country. If you yourself are a veteran, we are deeply indebted to you. And all things we talk about here on this show, each and every episode, as a matter of fact, everything that plays through this radio station would not matter without you, without your sacrifice for our great country. We live in the greatest country in the world. I will say that until I die. Of course, we have things that we can always improve on, but having to fundamentally shift the fabric of America is not something that I believe in. I believe that we are a great nation, and it's all because of the men and women who have served this great nation, and some have given their life, all have committed their life to service, and I want to also thank the veterans' families. I was talking to a client, uh, I think it was Thursday, and we were talking about his father and the longevity plans that he may have, and we were really starting to build in this discussion about long-term care plans and how we're gonna how we're gonna care for if he lives to be eighty or ninety. And he was telling me about his father, who is uh, over, I think, over ninety years old now and doing very well, very healthy. So he was telling me about his good genes, and he went into his father's his father's story. And his father was in the military until the age of 39, and he retired from the Navy. And when he retired, he retired for one reason, and that was so that his family could settle down. He, at the time, was getting to be a, a young boy who was getting into school systems and and he wanted to stop from having to move his children from place to place. And the reason I bring that up is because it's not only the veteran that sacrifices, it's the veterans families, it's the the children, it's the the moms and dads, the brothers and sisters and probably most importantly the spouses. So thank you very much. And what I would like to do because it's on my heart I would actually like to just take about two or three minutes here to reflect on our country and how great of a country we live in. And I just don't know many better places or ways to do that than to listen to this song that I love. And uh, Mike, if you're listening, Mike Harris, the owner of the station, he's probably thinking, wait a minute. Uh, Now, Dale's not a DJ. What is he doing? He's about to play a song on the air. And Larry, I'm sure, would be okay with this song playing. It's not a country song but it's a pretty powerful song. And so what I would like for us to do is just to take about two or three minutes and listen to this song and reflect on those who have given their life and their service to this great country. So uh, I'm going to push this and let it play and we will see you on the other side. Yeah. Sing it something like this, listen here oh, life, spacious skies, for amber waves of rain. I hope that you are able to reflect on our country and just be thinking about those who have served. I know Veterans Day was a few days back. But we can never be too grateful. We can never be too thankful. So if you are driving down the road uh, and you know someone uh, or you're sitting beside someone, perhaps, who is a veteran, be sure you tell them thank you. Let's let this play for just another minute. You know, God! how you can hear that song and not feel a sense of pride, not feel a sense of gratitude to those who have made this country great. And of course, it is all by the grace of God. And we thank you, veterans, for your service. All right, so let's, let's move on here. Um, what I would like to do is, is go over quickly. A question that I have been asked more in the last three or four days than I think I've ever been asked in my entire career. I've been doing this for about 11 years now, and never have I been asked this question more than, than I've been asked in the last, uh, I'd say, week, week and a half. And that question is, Dale, how do you think this election will affect the stock market? And so we're going to dive right in to that question. But before we do, let me put a little bit of information out there about how you can get in touch with myself or a member of my team, R.D. Smothers Wealth Management here in Campbellsville, Kentucky. We are serving South Central Kentucky with retirement planning and planning for the inevitable. That will take place in retirement, and that is the need for income. You have to have income in retirement, and we're going to talk a little bit about that in today's show. If something is being said that you would like to talk a little bit more about, feel free to reach out to us at 270-600-PLAN. That number again is 270-600-7526. Like I said, if we have enough questions, most of the time we will address those on the show. And because of that, I want to bring this question to you. How does this election affect the stock market going forward? I was asked that question this morning at the gym. I have a lot of people who listen to the show or just know what we do that are asking this question. and My answer is it really depends on a few variables. So Instead of me telling you the market's going to go up for the next four years or the market's going to go down for the next four years, what I would like to do is just paint some pictures for you and give you some ideas of what could happen and how the market will react to those things. First, I think we need to discuss this contested election. The election being contested creates a lot of volatility, opportunity, for highs and lows in the market. A lot of uh, what we may call uh, whiplash effect, up and down, up and down. And the reason for that is there's just some uncertainty. I think it's pretty clear that we do have a new president-elect, but there is still that chance that Donald Trump is still our president a year, two years, three years, or even four years from now. The reason that the market is moving so much is not due to the election as much as it is the virus. And there are a lot of things pertaining to that virus that could cause the market to move. If we have another shutdown... I would fully expect the market to react negatively to that. Depending on who is in power at the time and depending on their ideas of what this shutdown needs to look like, we could see a very, very catastrophic reaction to the markets. And honestly, you may or may not need to go ahead and prep for something like that. It really depends on where you are in your journey. But when we're thinking about shutdowns, There is no scenario of shutdown that actually helps the market. Now, there will be sectors that are benefited from that. There will be sectors that are much more impacted from that. But the market as a whole, we will probably see that react negatively. Will it be another March-April move? I don't know. I just can't tell you that. My crystal ball is not working right now. I wish it was. It would make this job a lot easier. But as a planner, what I can tell you is depending on your position, your your retirement journey and how far down that road you are, how close to retirement you actually are, you need to react to that potential move down in a different way. So if if you're far from retirement, and we'll discuss that in a few minutes, but if you're far from retirement, I wouldn't worry that much about it. You know, if you're five, 10 years from retirement, you're that close to retirement, especially if you're five years or fewer from retirement, you may want to be paying attention to where your assets are and make sure they are geared towards generating income for you in the future without much market volatility impact. Now, another thing that could happen that is related to the virus is a virus vaccine. And I'm I'm confident in this the market will react very favorably when we have a vaccine announced and when we have a vaccine deployed. Let me say this. The recent move last week, we saw crazy highs at the beginning of the week. And the reason for that was because of a vaccine trial that has been highly successful. I'm a big believer that if we have the vaccine announced and delivered, we will see market movement on the upside. It could be a short run up, or it could be a pretty long and extensive run up. It could be the start to another bull market, or it could just be a blip when we zoom out and look at these last uh, four years, four years from now. When we think about the virus, though, those two scenarios one hurts it, one really helps it. Another scenario that's not necessarily virus related but maybe indirectly virus-related, is a stimulus bill. If there's another stimulus bill announced, we should expect the market to act favorably to that. In other words, the stocks should go up. If stimulus is announced due to the shutdown it may actually be a neutral reaction. So if you compare one negative reaction with one positive reaction, in other words, if the virus causes a shutdown and we have a COVID-19 four-week shutdown, but right after we are able to see a stimulus take place that is going to keep the American family afloat, the American small business afloat, very similar to what we saw in March and April, if that is the case you may actually see no reaction in the market at all. I don't expect it to go skyrocketing to you know, all-time highs because of a shutdown, but you may not see as much of a negative reaction uh, just because of the stimulus that offsets it. If we have no shutdown and we have a stimulus, then you're going to see some positive reaction. If you see no shutdown with a stimulus and a vaccine, look out. Now Another thing to consider, though, is this stimulus talk. While I'm here, I'm going to pull up and park. If you are a small business owner and you have taken out a PPP loan, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, it doesn't pertain to you. But Earlier this year, if you went before your banker and asked for a loan to help you float payroll or to help you with expenses in your business, you need to be back in front of that banker very soon applying for your loan forgiveness. We're approaching that deadline, and you need to make sure that you are not waiting too late to make that happen. A lot of these banks are overwhelmed, and you need to make sure you have your documentation ready to present to your banker. All right, so stimulus, good. Virus shutdown, bad. Uh, Virus vaccine, really good. Let's talk about one other thing. If there's a chance that this tax bill is proposed by Biden and has a chance, or excuse me, President Biden at the time, no disrespect there. If President Biden proposes this tax bill and the Senate is blue, we are probably going to see a severe market sell-off. I don't expect the market to react to higher capital gains favorably. Now, we may see a short sell-off and then people getting back in just to take profits, just to take these profits at a a lower capital gain than what's coming down the road, or we may see a prolonged sell-off. Another thing that President Biden would like to do is actually a large spending bill for infrastructure. At least that's what is in his uh, pre-election docket. And what I believe will happen if we see a spending bill take place is that we will see these stocks that are in favor today probably become out of favor in the future. The tech stocks won't move as much. If anything, they may actually go down because people are raising capital to reinvest in infrastructure-style stocks or just uh, perhaps even construction stocks. So, expect stocks like maybe Caterpillar to go up and stocks like uh, Apple to go down, if that takes place. Now, again, my crystal ball is broken at the moment, so I don't expect all of these predictions to come to pass. But if any of these things take place, I think you can expect the market to react as I described. One other thing, last thing here, and this even without a tax bill proposed, just the idea that there could be higher taxes due to uh, a Biden administration... I think it's important for you to pay attention to Georgia's runoff election. And if that ends up being a blue wave that takes over Georgia, if the two senators that are Republican lose their seat, we may actually see a market sell-off before the taxes are even announced. Because with that, you've got a lot of things like the Green New Deal that could become a reality. All right, I've taken a lot of time with that beginning opening song, but I think it's worth it, again, because we are indebted to our veterans. I'd like to fly through the rest of this. If you can give me about two or three more minutes, I'm going to talk to you about why market returns may not be as important as you approach retirement as what you may have believed them to be on your way to this point. If you are close to retirement, I want you to realize that no more are we concerned about the market returns, the average rate of return. Instead, you should be focusing on income generation. If income is not present in your retirement plan, if you do not have a specific income objective and a specific income strategy, you are not set up for an optimal retirement. As a matter of fact, you could be set up for a retirement where you find yourself standing at the front door of a Walmart. No disrespect to those people. But what I want you to do is, if you end up going back to work, I want you to go to work because you want to go to work. And if that happens to be that you want to stand and greet people at Walmart, wonderful. But I don't want you to be a door greeter at Walmart because you need income. I want you to be a door greeter at Walmart because you like handing out stickers and making people smile. Let's talk about the question that I asked you at the beginning, that $100 is invested and you get a zero rate of return. How much money do you have at the end? The answer is it depends. It depends on volatility, Volatility will cripple your rate of return, and it makes averages lie. Especially when we're talking about averages and percentages together, we see percentages telling a story that's not 100% accurate. Allow me to show you what I'm talking about. If you can, follow me on this math. You've got $100, and at the end of two years, you have averaged a zero rate of return. How much money should you have? Most people are going to answer that question with $100. Zero rate of return? On $100 should be zero growth, zero loss, which means $100. But the reality is, if you have severe volatility, you could actually find yourself having lost money during that period in time. And depending on the severity of that volatility, you could actually see yourself losing a lot of money. In this short example, you could average a zero rate of return over those two years and still end up having lost. $1. $1. So if I told you the answer was $99, that's not wrong. Let me show you real quick on this. It's $100 and you add 10%, you're at $110. You take away 10% or you have experienced a negative 10% in the market and now you're at $99, a zero rate of return average over those 2 years, you would actually net $99. That's why it's not about achieving a higher rate of return in retirement as much as it is about mitigating and, if possible, eliminating the chance of volatility. Anytime we have to participate in the downside of the market performances, we see any negative performances hindering our future income earning potential. Now, I can talk to you a lot more about this and how you can set up a retirement account that is free from volatility. But I'm out of time. And unfortunately, this show has flown by. Again, I want to thank you. For your service, if you're a veteran. If you are not a veteran, I want you to make sure that you think a veteran. And there's never, especially in this time of year, it's always a time to be thankful. And keep your eye on the Georgia election. It will be pivotal to the next four years and how the market performs. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I know that we can help you. If you're interested in getting a second set of eyes on your retirement plan, give us a call at RD Smothers Wealth Management. We are a team of professionals ready and willing to help you in your retirement journey. Until we talk again next weekend, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. You know... Advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. RD Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer no thing statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by RD Smothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.